Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. That's Questionable Podcast. I'm here with my friends David and Nathan. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it's been a good week. Busy. Great. It has been a good week. Yeah. We had Labor well, Day weekend. I know we're not, we don't date our episodes, but Labor Day weekend. Yeah. It was that, actually... There's never been an episode that we didn't date. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's that right. you couldn't listen to. And no one it was. <laughs> so it's probably more accurate to say we don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But we do. <clears throat> yeah. But so, we are concerned about who's going to win the election. Uh, I'm sorry. That's oh, wait. That yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. Well, we no, are. This is way past the election. Wait, that's a couple what, years away. What's the yeah. Date? But no, but evidently the winner was not the real winner. This is what I keep hearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Some place in L.A.J., Georgia, yeah. there is like a hundred thousand ballots there that mm. would be cast for Trump. But. Yeah, you know, you know, I know this isn't what we're talking about, but you know, it's at least good to mention. I had to go into, you know, Tennessee is one of the highest states in the country for positive tests for COVID right now, mm. right? Yes. Something yep. like that. Yep. It oh is. yeah, number one. Number one, and we um, made it. I. We're you know, the best at something. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're really good at we're something. Usually, we're the. It's worst. not education, yeah. but it is COVID. Testing. Yeah, that's right. So you know, and I went into some place over the weekend, and I was very surprised that ninety percent of the people in in uh, Target were wearing masks. Were were wearing masks, I, and I'm so I'm, 50, I think, but yeah. I really think it's you know I I go well maybe it's just sinking into people that this is that this is real. Yeah, I went into Kroger today, and I was wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and because uh, I care about other people, uh, and uh, I think I was one of two in the entire store. So, oh, really? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I got I, some. I got some looks. Well, it, I mean, it is. Uh, you know, up until recently, it it had been near, mm-hmm. but recently it has been. Close, you know. I, I know you. You've had folks yeah. at work. You know, yeah, had several. You close I've had calls. folks at work. Um, yeah, somebody I used to yeah. work with. Uh, she just posted. Sweet, sweet person. She was one of our salespeople, and her her brother just died from COVID. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, and it, you know, it doesn't have. To, I mean, it's. I know two people in hospitals. Vaccinated. Yeah, I know two people in hospital right now that are that are uh, potentially could die. So. And when I say vaccinated, I don't mean with veterinary medicine. <laughs> Just to clarify that. Yeah. Or bleach. Yeah. I mean, the actual vaccine. <clears throat> yeah. So I was purely bringing that up that I wonder if we're actually getting to a point where there's more people in the United States that realize this is real, that there's something going on, that, that COVID-19 is something that we're actually battling and it's not, there's no conspiracy theory here. There's nobody trying to control anybody. Um, um, but, um, you know, I, I'm being hopeful. I'm being hopeful. Okay, well, um, I, I just need to go a little bit further down the trail. Oh. That, that's not the topic. Okay, great. 
Um, it's related to the topic, actually. Okay, good. Um, what I've noticed is uh, today I was thinking about this because I was overhearing a lot of people at work talking about all these things that they're doing to prevent it that aren't the vaccine. You know, there's concoctions that people are boiling uh, citrus fruit together yeah. and creating this thing that tastes awful. But if you do a couple of teaspoons and, and, you know, we've all, we've all heard about the ivermectin and, and those mm-hmm. kind of things. And, and so I, I heard three or four of these different things that people are really uh, putting effort into to take control of this virus. Yeah. To, to, to prevent chips. Yeah. And, and I got to thinking, I go, gosh, that's really odd. It's just odd to me. I wonder, what is it? And, and it, it occurred to me that it was the possibility that it was just what you said, Nathan. They're seeing the serious of it for the first time. Yeah. But they're unable to say they were wrong previously. Yeah. And so now they're trying desperately to come up with these things that they come across on, mm-hmm. on social media and to, to do that thing. Cause they, they don't want to get it, but they're definitely not going to do this. And they're not going to do that. Those things that they've been adamant against. Yeah. So it, anyway, it just occurred to me, made me sad to think, uh, how often the inability to be wrong is damaging. That's a that's a great point, and uh, you know broke my heart today. Anyway, yeah. just a thought on that, and you had reminded me. Yeah, so. and that the you know, and I spoke with somebody um, today that um, they have a loved one in the hospital. Now they're going to come out. That's great. So that's a huge um, huge victory. Um, they'll they'll be fine. But the um, but what was explained to me that they went and visited this person in the hospital and they said that the scene, the, the, the scene and the vibe in the hospital was miserable in the, where they were treating COVID patients, you know, they, you know, and, and, you know, and so we were talking about this and I said, well, what's, you know, they're trying to tell me, and this person has gotten COVID and has been sick. This person has had loved ones that have gotten sick. Um, you know, they've been vaccinated, but I was, but, you know, they were trying to describe to me how bad it is when you walk into the COVID wing of a hospital that all of this stuff is going on. You have people who are so sick. You don't know if they're going to make it. You have people that are dying that will never come out. You have some people that will come out, but then also you have all of their relatives that are trying to figure out stuff that's going on. And I said, so if you had one thing you could say, uh, say to, to everybody about what you've observed in the hospital, um, this person said, um, they thought about it and you know, this person said, you know what? I just, it kind of makes me start to want to cry what this is actually doing to to our country and to people, you know, people are really dying from this, but yet you have people saying it's not real or the vaccine is a, is a way for Bill Gates to track you. You know, you still have those idiots out there. Yeah. And I say that respectfully. 
So, okay. um, yeah. And, uh, but, but they're, they're the one thing they would say is, is to listen, he, they go, I'm not trying to make it spiritual, but you know, but to, to love people and treat people right. So wear a mask, you know, get the vaccine, stay away from people. If you, you know, if you don't want to go get the vaccine, whatever, you know, but you have to figure, you have to be able to treat or love people, um, you know, uh, you know, as, as best as you possibly can, you know, you know, fine, whatever, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, if you don't want to get it, then you have to go through the measures to not give it to people. I will say this. I'm fairly introverted. So the idea of quarantining is not the worst thing in the world for me, Mm -hmm. but I can understand if you're an extrovert, like my wife is that that can be problematic, but I'm okay. You know, so with, with that, but it's, it really is sad though, how the stories that are going on out there. So I just found out again today, somebody I know down in Texas is lying in a hospital dying and they're calling their family to go to see them, whatever that means to see them to one last time. And you know, it's so if, if, if death doesn't cause people to want to think about this from a realistic perspective, then nothing will. You know, nothing will. I mean, we've been so ingrained to think conspiracy theories are real when we can't prove anything or, you know, you can't, you know, you you can't do anything with these. You just go, you know, conspiracy theories just help us, you know, want to keep our own biases. Yeah. And I still hear people say, hey, it's just a cold. It's just a what? It's just a cold. Oh. It's like a cold. It's like the flu. But yeah. uh, The Economist magazine, uh, in a recent article, uh, they've, they've dug into data. And I know we've, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, you know, uh, people will dispute numbers and, and whatnot. And, and we've said it ever, you know, over the last year and a half while this has all been going on, that it, it's not something that we need to, the numbers aren't something we need to worry about because... Uh, all we'll have to do is we'll have to look at, Hey, how many people, what's the average people that die in a given year over a five year span. And what was that for 2020 and now 2021? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Well, the economists, uh, and that, you know, obviously it's easier in our country than, and others, but, uh, the economist magazine went through data trying to get everything from every country in the world. And so the number that we're hearing uh, uh, in the press right now that is 4.8 million dead. Um, oh wow! The Economist says over the data, and and I mean it's it's quite an extensive article, charts and and you know death rates over years and all of that. They say it's closer to 15.3 to 18.8. That's insane. But does that no. number make people take it a little more seriously or not? No. You don't think so? No. Yeah. No. And that leads me to my question. David has the question today. Yeah. So, And I said it was connected because um, some of this, you know, involving COVID, there's a lot of things in the news right now about um, Texas and the abortion law and, and everything else. Um, I don't have any statistical, you know, 
information related to this, but I would guess that a, a majority of the people that are anti-vaxxers are also Christians. It seems like there's some kind of correlation between anti-vaxxing and Trump and Christianity. That to narrow dude, that down, evangelical Christianity. Yeah. Um, that so, dude is still around? Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Psh. he is. Uh, and so the question is, are Christians um, really pro-life? I am ashamed to say that I voted for Trump in 2016. You can go ahead and boo. Boo! (laughs) I didn't think you'd really do that, but thank you. (laughs) Um, You you can always count the Ohio State fans to know how to boo. Yeah, man. Yeah. So controversial. Yeah. Um, But but really, I mean, it's... um, uh, I'm just curious, you know, are Christians really pro-life? Because it it feels like that they are pro-life in certain areas. When I voted for Trump, the number one reason I voted for Trump was for judges that would vote pro-life. And uh, now I was an evangelical Christian at that point. I'm not now. Um, I don't know. I I just, I'm, I'm pretty upset by the law in Texas, and I'm just... I'm just wondering, you know, are Christians really pro-life? Because there are some examples of how they aren't. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to kind of leave that to you guys Mm -hmm. to come up with a few of them. Jim, you say things now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I mean, boy, that's a big one. That's that's a big question. Yeah, David was referring to uh, uh, abortion limits that that went into effect at the beginning of September in the state of Texas that that make it uh, nearly illegal to abort a fetus uh, after six weeks. And uh, and also, interestingly, in the law, offers a $10,000 bounty on anyone that reports someone um, who either took somebody to or uh, was looking to get uh, an abortion. And so uh, that's, I mean, it's, uh, that's just wild. Um, yeah, and, they, and, <clears throat> and they think the Democrats are, uh, you know, Marxist socialists. I mean, in, you know, in my opinion, is there anything more Marxist or socialist or communist than, you know, the government saying we'll pay you money to hunt, hunt people down for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snitches and yeah, in, informants and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the Third Reich right there. It's yeah, it it's it's just uh, close to unbelievable. Unfortunately, it's not quite unbelievable. Um. I heard an interesting quote. You would, you'd, uh, and this is, you know, it's not, um, it wouldn't be accurate unless we said that these laws were enacted by uh, a Republican legislature and a Republican governor uh, who have a, a, a pretty good lock on the government there currently. 
Um, so, you know, the term pro-life, uh, which we probably should explore first. That's a good idea. Uh, is, yeah. uh, is just, just a, it's a political term. It's something somebody dreamed up. It's marketing 101. It's like, how do we say, hey, um, this is what we want to, you know, we don't want to communicate what we're against. Yeah, it's not anti-choice. Right. It's pro-life. Yes. And so we've got to say that. And, and I mean, what broader term can you use than life? We're pro-life. And I yeah. mean, it, it, it. It literally uh, sucks people into the idea that uh, that they are saving people's lives. Um, yeah. Um, it seems like accompanying that law should be some kind of law that uh, helps mothers who you know some kind of welfare law because you know statistically a lot of the um the mothers that give birth that at this point could not have an abortion but what if had an abortion are in poverty that a, a lot of times those abortions take place because they they don't know how in the world they're going to support their kids and a lot of times can't support their kids and so you're putting people in a position where they're going to give birth to a baby that's going to live in abject po- poverty. And so my question is, why wouldn't the Texas uh, legislature also pass a law um, distributing more funds to underprivileged families to where they can actually you know, raise their kids and their kids don't starve? It, it's... It really is frustrating for me. There's there's a lot of um, things about this bill that are absolutely hypocritical, and um, just the way because it's led by the Christian right. We all know that. I mean, until Jerry Falwell got involved in the pro life movement, there really was not a pro life movement. Yeah, created. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's and it's uh it's hypocritical in all other aspects. I mean, when you talk about life, you talk about the if you are pro-life, if you are protecting life, uh wouldn't you be anti-war? Mm-hmm. If you are protecting life and and are anti-abortion, which you know, they stay away from that, wouldn't you look at the science? and see what the most effective ways to prevent abortions are and apply systems and funds to those things, which all, uh, none of those are done. Uh, wouldn't you look like, at... Like, okay, so let me okay. hit pause. Like sex education? Maybe that's sex one thing you can... education, okay. easy contraception. You can't do that, though, um, because then you're teaching people that it's okay to have sex. Well, um, Christians are going to go crazy about that. Yeah, why? I mean, that's another topic. 
I mean, that's always what I, growing up, that was always the big yeah. thing yeah. that we can't, we can't get involved in sex education. We can't be involved in passing out, uh, you know, condoms because that would just encourage exactly. irresponsibility. That's what I heard growing up. Yeah. Well, true love waits. <laughs> Uh, hey, side note. What was the what was the book? What was the book? Um, I kissed dating kiss goodbye. Dating goodbye. Josh yeah. Harris. Josh Harris, and he's now come back and said, "Yeah, I was sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have never written that book." He was yeah. 22 years yeah, old when he wrote dude, that. Anyway, he's no, he's so no we, longer no longer yeah, a Christian. Yeah, that's that's. I just think that's hilarious because that book was was right in the middle of me be, in my early 20s. So, anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you know. Okay, side side note. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> side side note. Uh, if yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a career right now uh, that that uh, you really want to cash in and make a lot of money, go into religion and just tell people what they want to hear yeah. because they'll give you their money. Mm-hmm. That's right. Start a church. Yes, do it. So Ron Hubbard. That's what he said. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to make money, start a religion. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yes, n- not not pro life. Uh, death penalty. Yeah, even, when I was a Christian, um, that's one of the things. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> when I was a Christian, that's one of the things that I had a problem with. That I was, I considered myself to be pro life, and that meant uh, to me uh, anti death penalty. Because I, I could see all the opportunity for that person to turn their life around and maybe have an impact on other people in the prison. And so to me, it was totally inconsistent with Christianity to be pro-life on the, the birth side or pre-birth side, but not on the, uh, on the death penalty side. What about war? Yeah, I mean, war's, uh, war's tough. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm anti-war. <laughs> I mean, let's get that. Out. I'm not. I'm not looking for. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not looking for a fight. Nor do I want uh, us to be in a war. I think there are certain times when uh, that's warranted. Um, we are a couple of Can days. Can you think away. of one recently? A war? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I don't know that it was warranted of a war, but it was warranted of military action. I think that's the difference. I think. Yeah, I think I would, now I would I, separate the two. Yeah, I, th- I think broadly. now things are a little bit different, and that we can do drone strikes and things that we couldn't do back in two thousand one. But we're a couple of days away from the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven, and certainly some things need to be done to try to uh, to, to try to. Um, bring people to justice, but also to prevent further terrorism. Uh, the question is, when did we accomplish this, that, and while were we there for 20 years? So, I mean, that's, that's a different subject, uh, but um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anti-war and I'm not pro-war. Uh, how's that? I should run for office. I was against it before. I was against it before I was for it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did that? Uh, John, John Kerry. That's right. Yeah, that's I think right. That was a John right. Kerry quote. That good, that's right. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Well, 
I think that I think that all of those, you know, we know Shane Claiborne. Well, we don't know him, but we know of him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an activist, Christian Enjoyed activist, his books, definitely. And you know, he's always been against the death penalty, saying, "Listen, you cannot call yourself a Christian and be for the death penalty." I mean, mm-hmm. that's always been his stance. He has a great stance. He lives his life that way, and you have to respect it. And um, so. You know, the death penalty is, you know, you, I, you know, I, I agree. You, you can't call yourself, you know, pro-life if you are for the death penalty. So, you know, if you're for the death penalty, then pro-life is not your thing. You're pro-birth. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're pro-birth. And so, and things like that. The other thing too, that I've never understood is, is, is that, um, you know, in the old Testament, you know, it's like. You know, when, you know, going back to Egypt and the, you know, the final plague where it was the, uh, you know, they had to put the blood of the lamb over the lamp or over the uh, doorpost. And, um, you know, because as the, the, as the angel of the Lord was going to pass through, he was going to take the firstborn child, you know. Um, You know, I, I think it's, I think it's extremely evident. That if you were for, if you think that that was a good thing, and you think that that's how God operates, then you're not pro-life, and neither is God. You know, yeah. death death is a is a convenient blow to get people to do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, you cannot think that God killing the firstborn child of all of Egypt um, is a merciful, loving God that is pro-life. You just can't. So if you think that's a real story and you think that that is, you know, those who are listening to this and you think that that is supposed to be taken literal and that story is real and you agree with it, then I think it's safe to say you're not, you're not actually pro-life. You just, you just justify those who die that disagree with you. So that's a, that's a little bit of a different question in that, uh, and that's a question I was going to follow up with, was, is God pro-life? But I want to stick to the question, are Christians pro-life? Because I want to get to the the whole COVID mask-wearing... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've told people, uh, and and this is a friend of mine who, who she's a Christian, and, and we have very frank dialogue, and she's one of the best people to talk to because she doesn't get offended. She really respects other people's opinions. But I told her, I said, you know, if, if somebody's unwilling to wear a mask for somebody else, I'm not going to listen to them when they try to talk to me about Jesus. Hmm. I mean, that, and, and I don't think that a lot of Christians have thought through that, that you, you, can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't sit there and say, well, my God is going to protect me, but then I, I need four guns in my house to protect myself if somebody breaks in. Yeah, you either believe God or you don't. Total contradiction. You either believe God or you don't. You yeah. believe he's going to protect you and you don't. Yeah. And if you don't care enough about me to wear a mask, then I, I really, I, yeah. you're Jesus. I mean, if that's who lives in your heart, you don't you don't care about me. Why would yeah. I listen to, to what you have to say? Yeah. If you gave COVID-19 to somebody else who contracted it from you and they died... You know, what does that really say? 
Yeah, and, and we don't. I guess we we don't know. Had you not taken every precaution, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Meaning that yeah. I don't think this is real. I'm not going to do anything. It's my choice. You know, I think it's interesting how you know Christians, not necessarily, but all people have gone to, you know, my body, my choice about wearing masks. I mean, they've adopted. They've adopted that. They've adopted an abortion slogan for their own thing. It's like, oh my gosh, they they uh, they have to see that, right? It's their choice because they're a Christian, but people that would have an abortion, that's different. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm not. I think you've said it before. I don't know any people that are pro-abortion. I'm not pro-abortion. I am. I am pro-choice that people have circumstances where. They have the right to make that choice, or should have the right to make that choice. But I'm pro birth. I mean, I absolutely. I mean, I'm one hundred percent. I love my kids. Uh, I, when my, you know, my oldest is married. When she has kids, I'm telling you, you might as well, uh, you might as well pack it in for me because I'm going to be a sucker. I mean, I'm going to be. That baby is going to be just, it's going to melt my heart. I love, I love babies. I love kids. And, um, and so I, I am definitely pro life in that respect, but I don't think I have the right to tell a woman what they can do with her body. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a massive understatement right there. (laughs) That's, that's, uh, you know, gosh, Massive. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I think I've said it here before, but uh, yeah, 100% pro-life. I am. Mm-hmm. You know, not in the political sense of the thing, but I, I would do, have done, and will continue to do everything I can to help anyone in a situation that is, uh, that is a difficult pregnancy. You know, we've we've had that uh, personally in our family. You know, we we were told with one of our children, "Hey, man, this doesn't look good. It, it's probably medically best to do this." But you know, we we chose not to, and and have have a wonderful, amazing son as a result. But but and then how many times over the years we're been involved in in. Uh, unexpected pregnancies and helped people through that and, and, and all of that. But it's, yeah, it's, it's about, uh, you know, is there any circumstance that, that, uh, that would warrant that? Um, it's not for me to say, Mm -hmm. you know, I get to, I get the choice, uh, when it's, when it's, uh, my wife or, or, uh, I get, uh, some input when it's my daughter or my, a friend or cousin or whoever, but I don't get to decide and I don't get to judge them yeah. based on what they decide. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I, when you had made that statement, we've talked about this off mic when, when you made this statement, uh, this has been a while ago that you don't know anybody who's pro death or pro. I mean, that isn't, you know, yeah, it's that, well, it's that, an yeah. unnatural position to take. That hey, I'm I'm trying. You know, I'm gonna get pregnant and just I I want to abort that baby. I, that's a yeah. excruciatingly difficult position for women that I don't think I have any uh, say into. Nor do I think that a 
a bunch of politicians in Texas should govern what those people uh, who they don't know their struggles, they don't know their inability to put food on the table or their, you know, desires in life. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to judge anybody. I just, all I know is, is that, uh, I mean, I've heard story after story of these pro-life politicians or pastors or whatever that, boy, if it's their daughter or their yeah. mistress, you know, they're, they're okay with that. They're going to Oklahoma. At that point, yeah, they're going to go to a different city and get that taken care of because it impacts mm-hmm. their life. That's right. But they've got to take a stand and say, hey, we are, we're pro-life. And I just find that disingenuous. Yeah. I, I do want to throw in, and I, and I want to stay on ta- task of your question, or of more of Christians, not God. But I just want to throw in, you know, the stories from the Bible of Ananias and Sapphira. You know, because I think it's more about not necessarily, you know, if God, you believe that God's the author of the Bible, but but those who believe the Bible and teach it to be literal and true, that Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts, that it was, you know, that they were both, they were put to death, you know, by the disciples. I can't remember who was standing Peter. there. Peter. Uh, thank you. Peter. Peter well, you know, I, I mean, just so you know. Yeah. You I was an apologetics teacher. That's right. That's right. I, I, man, my goodness. I did you I don't know, know that, Jim? That, I, you know that had slipped to my mind. That's right. Yeah. It did me okay. too. I, I, I don't but know just why. Just ask me next time. Okay. okay. Yeah. So Peter, thank you, Mister yeah. Apologetics. Yeah, you're welcome, teacher. Uh, but um, you know, again, again, we justify the actions of God putting to death people that are disobedient. If you believe that that's true and that God is good and holy and gracious and kind and all-knowing and loving and <clears throat> all of these things and willfully put to death two people because they lied, then you're not pro-life. You're just not. You're not pro-life. That's the, that is the antithesis of pro-life. And that leads us to the question that was not. I'm, did you have something to add to that? No, not, not something productive. <laughs> it's okay if it's not productive. Uh, that, those are usually things say I say. Nobody's listening anyway. Well, they so lied about my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that leads the question, the most natural question, if you if you ask if Christians are pro-life, to me is to ask the question: Is God pro-life? No. You've already be, mentioned the Passover. No, no the Passover, Ananias and Sapphira, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there as the big one. You know, God demanded human sacrifice for atonement for sin. He demanded human sacrifice. God is not pro-life. And there's a lot of areas... From the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. Uh, from from our understanding, our evangelical understanding, I mean, if you think that a man's, if Jesus's life has to be laid down and there has to be the shedding of blood of, from, a, from a spotless lamb, if you think there has to be sh- shedding of blood to, to pay for that, the, to be an atonement for sin, you're not pro-life. You know, I've been thinking in terms of the sacrifice that uh, I, I don't know. You know, when I when I was uh, when I left the church, but not Christianity, and I was reading through the Bible, and I was highlighting. I was I was desperate. I was highlighting every place where the name of God was in purple, 
And I was just going through the Bible, just trying to focus in on who God is, the names of God, all of that. And I was sickened in the Old Testament by um, even bulls being sacrificed. And, yeah, sure. I mean, absolutely. it's just, I, I can't, I, I'm an animal lover. I mean, I, the thought of an animal, uh, you know, being killed, being slaughtered, and and all that just grieves me that that was something that was needed to placate God. And I'm sitting there going, that was God's rules. I mean, yeah. he could have made different rules. That's right. He and could've. that's the rules he made. And, you know, animals are dying because of that. And and I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, you know, except for cats, I think almost all animals have value. <laughs> but, but, that's right. hilarious. But I'm you, just joking. No, I've had yes, cats and I love cats. I'm just joking. You don't even eat. But cats. I'm a yeah. no. I don't. I don't, I don't eat cats. I mean, I, mean, I try I'm, not to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's the struggle in our relationship is that I don't actually eat any yeah. uh, Here, meat. Here's where we transfer uh, or make the the transition from I used to be an apologetics teacher to I'm a vegan. Mm. I'm a vegan. <laughs> the vegan apologist. I don't eat cats the anymore. The vegan, the vegan, the vegan apologist. I could, dude. I, I, what that, a, you should write a book. I should write a book. You should write a book. The vegan but apologetics I'm, teacher. Okay, so let's just pause the serious questions and just say, just public mm-hmm. service announcement. I did that for health reasons, not not ethical reasons. But I do think that everybody's wrong if they. No, I'm just. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I, 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 oh, yeah, I, uh, I did that for health reasons, and yeah. now, uh, and now it's just it's something that I'm uh-huh. I'm used to, and I don't want to go back, and yeah. I don't I don't want I just don't yeah. want that anymore. But yeah. anyway, it's not a this is not a judgment in anybody who eats yeah. uh, animals that have a a life force within them. <laughs> a life. <laughs> A life. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. I just think that the, the you can make fun of, me. Fun of us. <laughs> the choice of words is just great. I love it. The life force. Oh, yeah. man. I thought I saw David the other day, like petting a deer in a valley. You yeah. Know, but I, I was that yeah. you? No. I was wearing the white robe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, are di- we are definitely digressing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did. But, but let me digress further. Yeah. Uh, so, so was it purple because that's the color of royalty? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's great. A, yeah. That and Prince. Okay. And Donny Osmond. Prince fan. And Donny Osmond. But that's not. Yeah. yeah so. I hate that. I even know yeah. that that's his favorite color. Yeah. Yeah. So, Donnie Osmond. Yeah. You know, I'll say this. I, I think this because I think about this a lot. And I challenge anybody listening to this to think about this that that whenever whenever death is attributed to God, it's justified because he's perfect. But that still does not negate the fact that it's death. And it's the example that he gives in the mm-hmm. Bible. That's in right. the Old Testament. Is, well, that is given. So what do you mean? What is, what's that? Well, David said that it's the example that he gives. Yes, that's right. And I, I would say it's the example that is given. That's right. Uh, and accredited good, to him. Yeah, good Good clarification. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because, you know, and, and if, you, if you listen often enough, you'll hear, uh, you'll hear me use the term, if there's a God. Because no one can be certain of that. I mean, there, there's I agree. nobody. No one can be certain of that. 
But if there is one, all the things you're saying uh, would apply. That's right. You know, he well, would not be the God of the Bible. That's right. And I'm, I'm clarifying and I'm kind of being, um, tell me what the word is. You know, I, I know not a jerk. I hostile. know but hostile, but no, I'm being, I'm, I, I'm saying vague. I grew up, <laughs> I'm trying to not be vague <laughs> is I've, is that the, the God of the Bible that we've all been taught about within evangelical Christianity within the United States of America. And outside of that too, is, is we have justified death. Yeah, we have. We have justified death. We have seen death over and over again in the name of God. And it is, and, and, and I'm just saying that if you agree with that and think that is right, then you have no business claiming that you are pro-life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. The, uh, the violence, um, that has been attributed. That's right. To the God of the Bible. I'm not even, yeah. It is astounding. That's right. To the I, point of how could you? So, so maybe the question, maybe uh, the rephrasing of the question to is the God of evangelical biblical Christianity pro life? No. I would say no. No, based on. I would say no. Deuteronomy. I have never been able to Deuteronomy? say that word. Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Well, I mean, even if you go back to David, like David uh, sinned with Bathsheba, what was his punishment? That he would witness his sons die. God said, you will watch your sons die. You know, so it's like, it's like everything about God comes back to death. You know, it's like... Um, um, he's not necessarily the, in the old Testament, he's not necessarily the God of life. <laughs> he's the God of death. It's the God of death. It really uh, is based on death. I mean, it is, it's, it's, everything is, it's like, if you disagree or are disobedient, then death is your, is your sentence, whether it's you or the people around you, you know? And, um, so in fairness, in fairness, Oh, I'm fair. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people really haven't considered the Old Testament God in in you know in regards to the New Testament God, and most people don't don't really believe that the death of Christ on the cross is somebody who's anti-life because they believe that that gives life. That's yeah. a redefinition of of death equals life. But when you go back to the Old Testament God. And you see the um, really horrific things that are written there, and blamed on God. Yeah, blamed on God, yeah, and right. you know the the commands that are made uh, in in First Samuel fifteen three, slay both man and woman, infant and suckling. And I I, I have a sheet in front of me. There's fifteen verses. Is it suckling? Is that yeah. like another name for a baby? Well, yeah, I think it's should have called nursing. Nursing. Oh, nursing. Okay. Yeah. So should have called uh, our kids sucklings. Okay. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't really know what. <laughs> who, who uses that terminology? <laughs> well, I, I'm. I've just got a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to move on. Um, but 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 seriously, there's there's a lot of verses in the Old Testament that if you really believe that 
I had an old pastor that, and of course he preached from the King James, but he believed that from Genesis 1-1 to the maps yeah. in the back of the Bible, they were all, uh, you know, uh, they were all God's word. And so if you really believe that, then you have to believe that God commanded people to murder other people. Why do you need to uh, to kill a nursing baby? I mean, yeah. and there's also a, a there's also I think in, in Numbers it talks about about Moses. You know, they kill all the um, all the men, and any any girl that hasn't known a man can be divided among the people. That's right. That's and so right. there's a lot of horrific it's verses disgusting. there that that you you look at that and like, man, that's not pro life. No. That's not pro-life. Yeah. And so death is a part of the Bible. And I am, again, I am not, uh, you know, if, if one of my, my children became pregnant and, and they, you know, uh, decided not to have a baby, that, that would break my heart. But I'd also have to look at that and say, hey, it's their choice to do that. Yeah. And it's not my choice to say no. That's right. Yeah, that's right. In fact, I've actually I've spoken to fathers a couple different times where their daughters have had abortions, and um, the pain that they went through as they walked with their daughters through that situation. And they said they didn't wish it on anybody, but they also said I would never want a government to dictate what what my daughter had to do. Yeah. You know, so you know, it's 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 not an easy situation. It's just not. You know, but also It may be the most difficult. It, yes. Maybe the most difficult, but um <clears throat> well, your your evangelical god could change the way we think. Yeah. So, you know, that it doesn't have to be the way it is. Yeah. But we're playing by the rules that your your evangelical God created. Yeah. And so um, that's, that's you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm very concerned by this, um, I don't know, overly righteous or I'm not sure. Uh, for some reason, you know, when I start talking and thinking about things like this, I think of Ted Cruz, that he's just so over the top in this way, but he's appears to be so uncaring about kids and people in poverty and all this. And I'm just like, God, that's just so, if you truly believe that there's value to life, yeah, then, you know, the guy that has, you know, 300 billion dollars maybe the right thing to do is to tax some of that and turn around and give it to some people that you know, really need the help and if you think that that is what god has ordained is for there to be no equity in any way i hate to tell people but really jesus was more of a socialist than he was a capitalist he was not a <laughs> capitalist at all he didn't own anything yeah, and so if you're a Christian that sits there and go, "Well, this is, you know, I, I have a right to this, I have a right to that," that's not the Jesus of the Bible. Yeah, the Jesus of the Bible would probably be more of a communist, as in not you know Russia, but com- communist as far as 
a commune of sharing wealth and making sure the least among you was able to eat. And so there's such a disconnect in the, you know, first century Jesus, as is described in the Bible, as opposed to the 21st century evangelical Republican that thinks that they shouldn't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Because it infringes on their rights. Give me a break. Yeah. Jesus rebuked, again, Peter, when he struck the ear of the guard. Yes. And he actually took and healed the ear of the guard. Okay, let's... It depends which version of the Bible, which, I'm reading which gospel the, I'm you're reading looking the NIV at. in my head. Okay, well, no, okay. it depends which gospel you're talking about, because oh, that's not okay. covered in all the gospels. That's it's, not all of them. That's part well, of the contradiction, yeah. but anyway, let's, well, we digress. Yeah, um, you know, but I would say that when Jesus was met with violence, <sighs> yeah, that he, Jesus was always had always gone gravitated towards peace. You know, except for when he said, you know, brothers will be against fathers and mm-hmm. daughters will be against mother. Well, you know, all that. Not exactly. All There's not continuity between all yeah. that. But, but mm. I speak as an apologist. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, well. yeah. Don't play Bible trivia with David. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't because I would lose. Uh, we've probably yeah. beaten this horse to death. No pun intended. Yeah, or pun intended. Yeah, yeah. that horse yeah. is pro life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I maybe it's time to wrap it up. But but it, it there's there's uh, there's a lot to be considered. You know, the yeah. question um, pro life itself is just a term. Uh, it, it has no meaning to those that use it. Yeah, they don't uh, live by it. They don't live by it. Yeah. Um, the unborn are the most convenient, uh, the most convenient uh, project, the, the most convenient thing to get behind. Uh, they, they cost nothing. Yeah. You know, they, they complain about nothing. They expect nothing. Uh, and... As soon as they're born, uh, pro-lifers are done with them. Yeah, you know that's yeah. that's Great it. Point. Did my thing. You're you're born now. There's no social p- programs for you. There's nothing. Uh, you know, you're on your own, that's pretty right. much. Um, that's right. And and so it it really is. It's it's sad. Um, uh, it. It's just a, a political thing. It's a button to push. It's it's. There's no. I don't believe that there's there's uh, very much conviction behind it whatsoever. It just happens to push the buttons of the people uh, that I need to vote for me. And that that is the number one reason. If you talk to Christians about why they voted for Trump the second time, is that. Above anything else. Yeah, at the expense of lives. Lives. At the expense of life. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Donald Trump doesn't give a rip about anybody's life. No. So, nope. so, you know, and I just want to close that even if you think 
you know, for those of you who think, I mean, I just ask you to, to comp- contemplate this, that you go, oh, well, that's the Old Testament Bible, or that's the New Testament Jesus. Well, if you want to go ahead and look forward, and if you believe in prophecy, then it's Jesus in the Bible, in re- the book of Revelation, that is slaughtering people to the point where blood comes up to the bridles of the horses. That death is follows the evangelical God. Yeah, it just from start to finish. Yeah, that's from our end times expert there. I'm no yeah. apologetics teacher though. <laughs> Eschatological. What's that? Eschatological. Yeah, that's right. It's like second rate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. Kind of a heavy topic, but yeah, a much needed yeah. topic. And yeah, did we, did we land anywhere other than no? <laughs> uh, well, here, here's what's here's what's yeah. really here's what's really awesome is we're we are getting um, topic uh, people that want certain topics to be covered, certain yes. questions, and yep. so. We will be addressing those questions in the coming episodes, and so mm-hmm. that's exciting that we've got some input from our listeners. And uh, and hang thank, on, because we're going to listeners. Yeah, we'll yeah. Be, it's plural now. It is. It it, it is. Yeah, we amazing. we've got quite a quite a few now, so it's fun and it's it's good that we're growing. And um, I think a lot of people have a lot of questions, and we're happy to talk about them. So just let us know what you. Uh, what you want to talk want us to talk about thanks for listening our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation you can do so at thatsquestionable.com that's questionable podcast on instagram or that's question one on twitter Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the blog.